The Baby Lambs podcast may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. Hi. How are y'all doing? Yeah, are you having a good day? No. Did, did it rain strangely no. this morning for you? No, it didn't. Did it rain for you? Dude, yeah. It was like one of those like um, like sunny, shiny showers, like where the sun was like bright and out, and then it just rained and rained and rained all the way to work today. It was super weird and super creeps, but it's it's you know, it's fine. We all okay. we all are vivid. But um yeah. That's weird. So no one else experienced this rain. It was just so I was like, It was just you. Yeah, it just uh it just knew that you were you were gonna be outside. So I was like, oh I'm gonna rain on Ashley's parade today. Cool, 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 cool. Good time. Cool, 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 cool. (laughs) So we're doing something new today. What are we doing, Lisa? We're recording while we're both in our homes. But contrary to popular belief. I have my own home and Ashley has her own home. So we're recording remotely. Yeah, but let's be very clear. Lisette has a room for me in her home. That's yes. where I live when I want to. And she yes. sleeps in my walk-in closet. Mm-hmm. Yep, that every so often floods. You know, I mean. It's only fair. It's just, a, it's, like a, it's like a little jacuzzi. A jacuzzi. Except it's not warm <laughs> or clean. <laughs> or picked up. And it's smelly. But, you know, um, I do my best to accommodate to my lady. I appreciate it. Anything you can do for me. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're both recording in our respective homes because I may likely have the flu. And, yes. I don't um, want it. It's it's fine. You know, I'm, I'm just going to pass it straight on to Gabe because that's what he wants. That's fair, but he's your husband, like, legally. Yeah, legally, you know, like, till, you know, in sickness and in health, in flu and in cold sweats do we part. So, yeah. So we're trying this new thing where we are recording in our homies and we're yeah. looking at each yeah. other yeah. on, uh, on yeah. webcam, which is so yeah. weird. I know. It's like there's also a slight delay when you move. So it's like I keep going like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, technology. So fun. I know. It's so good, but so weird. Yeah. And today is also, I know that when this airs, it won't be, but today is my actual anniversary. How, how long have you guys been together? Uh, well, Tell everybody. Well, this anniversary will mark nine years since we met, um, oh. and we consider the day we met the day we started dating. So nine years. Nine years. Nine years. Ah, so sweet. It's so sweet. We're so better. But yeah, so um, so yeah, Gabe is in the other room, and he's packing up our life. And, nice. uh, you know, trying not to, he keeps complaining. Like he keeps coming, he came into the room while it was all dark and like cold in here. And he's like, mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a headache. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> that's great. You still can't record. Sorry. You still can't be in here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's outside. He's outside trying mm-hmm. to nurse and he's among the boxes and the dust. So it's a whole, we're just like a ball of sickness over here. So that's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> y, and you, como estas? 
Thank you for saving me some, some Hispanic heritage food. Oh, you're welcome. So for people that don't know, basically the ones that are not our coworkers, mm-hmm. um, we celebrated uh, Hispanic Heritage Month yesterday, which was a day late because it's until October 15th. Um, but yeah, we celebrated at work and Sasha made arroz con andule, mm-hmm. which was delicious. Oh my God. And she hounded me to make sure that I saved enough for Ashley. But since Ashley's sick and I don't work in the same campus as her, I had a different coworker uh, give her the arroz con andule. And I guess Sasha, I guess she liked it. Sasha, oh my God, I loved it. Thank you so much. It's so delicious. Oh my God, I put it in my tummy and it's so good. Yeah, that yeah, no, was, was really very good. good. And I saw her whole story, like her like cooking it up. And I was like, oh my yeah. God, I hope. I, I wish I could eat this through the screen. And she saved me some. You guys are the best. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been home for like the past like couple of days. Today was my first day back at work. And, uh, and, uh, our old boss, you and my old boss came by for a meeting and like, I was dying. I was like coughing and all this stuff. And of course, you know how she is like anti-germies. Mm-hmm. So she was like sitting across from me, like in the darkness, because of course I, I sit in the darkness as I cough and she's like, uh, you have the flu. And I'm like, uh, no, I don't. And she's like, yeah. um, tell me something I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm better. I had, I probably did honestly have the flu for like a pet for the, for the past couple of days, but here we are. We're fine. And those, this is uh, awesome. and the food helps. So, but yeah, yes. so we are officially on episode 29. We are, we're my 20s. age. We're your age. We're my age. Like we are, we're knocking on 30. We're knocking down 30's door. We're a little scared. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're a little, you know, like excited because people say that our 30s is the best time to be a lady. Um, But, you know, we're like, we want to launch the end of our 20s, you know, with like a big ass bang, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What are we going to talk about? Well, I mean, (laughs) oh, God. There's so much to talk about. What I know. Where to even begin? You know, since uh, we are still on, you know, we're still in spoopy time because it is still the October, <sighs> and we only have a couple more episodes until I was gonna say Christmas. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Until Christmas. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. El el trico tri. Mm-hmm. Um, since we still have like only a couple more episodes until Halloween, I thought maybe today we could talk about some of our spooky stories. Cause you know, if you didn't know me and Lisa are very in touch with the supernatural. Yeah. They like the show visits us all the time. Yeah. No, they like come around and they're like, hello. And I'm like, goodbye. Goodbye. But then they come hello again. And we have a couple of pretty decent little stories that are kind of creeptacular. So, uh, you know, sit back and maybe think about your own. I'm sure that, you know, many people, you know, all 12 of you who listen, I'm sure about nine of you are like, yeah, ghosts are super scary. I've totally experienced one. And the rest of you are like, ghosts don't exist and stop spreading lies. But, you know... It's just energy. It's not actual ghosts. But like when something weird like 
happens to you, come back and Mm -hmm. talk to me and then blame it on energies. Okay? Yeah, tell us. We want to know. So, um, uh, I don't know if you want to start. I don't mind starting. I don't know. How you can you? start. You can start. Okay. Well, I've had a couple of, of spoopy thingy things, but my most, like my earliest memory that I would attribute to like a ghost um, happened when I was maybe about 10 years old. My parents were already divorced. I was staying um, on weekends at my father's house. And I was staying, uh, my, at the time my grandfather owned and he still, well, I mean, rest God rest his soul. He owned a bunch of different properties in like the little Havana area. He was mm-hmm. about that life. So at the time, my dad was living in one of those properties. And I never, this is the one and only time I ever stayed there. So I was sleeping on the couch because it was like a little one bedroom. It wasn't anything crazy. And mm-hmm. in the middle of the night, well, I had a dream in my, in like, as I was sleeping, I had a dream that an African-American man was sitting down and talking to me. He was bald on top. He had hair along his sides, like, right above his ears. He was mm-hmm. older, like, I mean, I would guesstimate, like, in his late 60s or 70s. And what he was basically telling me was that he had died in a plane crash. Um, and, uh, and how he missed his family and all this okay. stuff. And around this time, there were a number of TWA plane crashes that had happened. So he... What are those? Uh, so back in the 90s, I guess it was, uh, the TWA Flight 800. Um, there was, I think, two TWA flights that had crashed. Um, okay. And in this dream I was having, this man was basically telling me that he had died in one of those crashes. And... Um, and, you know, little me was like, okay, well, you know, good night, bye. And before I knew it, like, I woke up because my, my dad used to always keep his house, like, super cold, you know, like, mm-hmm. in, like, the 60s and stuff. And at some point, I can, I feel like the blanket being tugged off of me or fall off of me. And I mm-hmm. swear to you, when I woke up because it was so cold, I saw that man in front of me. I oh, fuck that. I, I swear on everything. That man was standing in front of me. And all I could do was like slowly pick up the blanket and cover my head and look into the couch and just like hope and pray that he would just go away. And that was like my first, like, that was, that's probably the first I would attribute to that. I mean, it's just too, too much, man. No, (laughs) no, no. Yeah, no, I mean, whatever you may want to think, if it was real or if it was not, like, I, seriously, as clear as day, I saw that man standing in front of me. He was, he was right there. He looked just like he did in my dream. And I just, like, was like, not today, Satan. And I (laughs) covered myself. Not that. that. Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. No. (laughs) But you've had, you've had a couple of good ones. Which which one do you want to talk about? So... From when I think when I was 11 to about 19, we lived in a, in a house uh, that we, my parents, um, well, my parents and my grandfather had bought. 
um, prior to that, like we lived in rentals. And then once we lost the house um, in the recession, we lived in other rentals. But anyway, so these eight years, we lived in this one house. And um, my bedroom, so my parents had this like weird thing. I don't know if it's like a Cuban thing or what kind of thing, but basically like the children do not have a room. Like you don't put your children in a room that's closest to the street, hmm. right? You put them in like- In the back. Like, like the, a, back. the back room, right? So yeah, my life living with my parents, I always slept in the back room. Hmm. And I guess it's like the thing of like, if someone comes, they can't like, they can't take your child from the front, right? Yeah, yeah, they have they to have work, to work a little harder. Um, yeah, whatever. Um, so this room specifically like led to the backyard and in the house there was like, they had done like, like, um, like a little outhouse, but it was completely open. Like it didn't have. But like a real outhouse? Walls or anything? No, 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 no. It just had like a little open space but it was covered and then they had a shed like a gazebo nah kind of kind of because it was like long it's not like a traditional gazebo it was just like like rectangular and whatever at the end of the day what we ended up doing in that place was like setting up a little kitchen and making poiko that's what we ended up doing there but i explained this because so one night i woke up like in the middle of the night and for some reason my window was like slightly open and I could see that like I would get the glare from the um can you stop making faces Michael you have no context here <laughs> um I would get the glare from like the outside of my room one thing I hate I hate sleeping in a bright room I hate it I don't mind if the light is on ugly enough but like I don't like glare coming into the room so I get up and of course, I look outside and by that like little house, I see a man in a coat with like dark hair, kind of long hair. Actually, nowadays I could say kind of my length of hair, you know, two inches. <laughs> and hmm, what a stylish man. And I was like, well, I'm going to close this window and I'm just going to go back the fuck to sleep because I can't deal with this right now. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm like, there's someone outside. And instead of, you know, being a smart teenager and like seeking an adult, I, I was just like, if I just go to sleep, they're just not going to be there anymore. They're just going to leave. Like they had some business that they needed to attend to in my backyard and then they're just going to go home. <laughs> so that's what I did. I went back to sleep. I did what my mom taught me, which was like, you do this. And then you just go to sleep. And that's what I did. I prayed and I went to bed. And then, like, I just, I kept thinking about this guy because it's like, fuck, like, you wake up in, at three in the morning, you see a random dude in your backyard, like, all this stuff. And my abuela had family that, like, had come from Cuba at that time, and they had done her the favor of bringing her, like, some of her photos. Bro, I'm looking through the photos, and I see the man. I know. And I'm like, who the fuck? Is this man? No. Like, how do you know him? Turns out it was my great grandfather. I don't know why he was here. He's never come to visit me again because I feel like 
I ignored him so hard that he just doesn't want to come back. <laughs> He's like, all right, fuck you then. And I'm like, cool, because I don't need to see you again in my yard. Especially now that I own this yard, it's like, I'll just burn it all to the ground. Fuck yeah. this. Um, and then I have another one that's not so creepy, but it's still creepy. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to say it? Yeah, sure. So the other one. So shortly after that, my grandfather passed away. And he, like, he had a stroke and just, you know, like, had a fast decline, passed away within a week after having a stroke. Um, and then, like, a week later... I'm telling my dad about this dream that I had. I was like, oh, you know, Abu was there. We were in the church back in, you know, that, like in Consolación del Sur, which is where we're from, which is our, it's, uh, we were in the church, like our parish. So I'm telling him, I'm like, oh, like all the, I was giving him like a whole picture of everything that had happened. And like, he was in, he was there. And like, we were all there, like the whole family and everything. And my dad just like, my dad's eyes just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm like, what? what the fuck what's happening like are you okay like is this too much because after all it was his dad so I'm like is this too much for you like and he goes no I had the same dream and like everything that you've described was happening in my dream at the same time I know mm. and that happened to us like two other times that's like, so crazy it's like every time I dream with my grandfather my dad's there and it, he wait, never like makes contact but he's like hey I'm here but he's your, so your grandfather is your dad's father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of nice, though, when we get, when we get those kinds of visits, you know, from, yeah. our, from our departeds. Right. Yeah, that's really, that's really sweet. Not creepy. Nah, nah, I mean, you know, no. it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when, um, so my my dad passed away uh, about mm-hmm. a year and a half ago. Damn already! I know, isn't that nuts? He died Shit. in March of 2017, and he also kind of it was, you know, it was a surprise to all of us. He had a heart attack and passed away. Um, I didn't have a chance to see him. I was on my honeymoon, but. Um, you know, I was I was lucky enough to say goodbye before I went. Literally, the day, like the very few hours that I had before I got on that plane, I said goodbye to him. So, but I did spend a couple of days in London, like trying to like mm-hmm. figure out my life. Um, yep, you did. I really was because you know I couldn't really fly back, and you know, like immediately, you yeah. know, it was a long trip. So, like I had to spend a couple of days in London, just kind of like wandering the streets and and like mourning, um, which was strangely a very solemn and beautiful gift that I had in this process. But anyway, I digress. So when I found out that he, I, I'm convinced that my father fucked with me several times in that week after he passed away. Let's start with number one. Um, Evidence number one, shall we? Number one. So the day that we found out that he had passed, I, of course, was devastated, but the last thing I wanted to do was be in our hotel room. I really didn't want to be in our hotel room. I wanted to, like, I would much rather, I could, like, it was claustrophobic in there. I couldn't be there. Yeah. 
we, so we would go out and we would still try to like enjoy the day. And I would cry every place that we went. And there was at some point we do try to go back to the hotel room during the day. I forget why, but we try to go back and we had been staying there for a full week. We were there like for seven days and de casualidad, we're going back into the room and I'm here like crying in the little alcove to get into the room because like I couldn't control like, like my emotions mm-hmm. during that time. And as I'm talking about, like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe this is happening. Gabe just can't open our door. He just can't. No. He uses my key. Can't, doesn't work. He uses his key. It doesn't work. And I'm like, and I seriously, I'm like, Bobby, phone. And it opens the door. Okay. So that was number one. I would have just left that have been like, Papi, gracias, pero bye. Yeah, no, I was like, bro, chill. But I don't know. He, my, the thing about my dad is like, all of these, all of these instances I'm going to tell you will all make sense if you knew him because he was a very joyful man. He was like, he was a very positive man. He was like very like, um, you know, he was like a very like, you know, like Feliz, like he was always just a happy guy. He was a happy go lucky guy. Um, so it wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him that if he had an opportunity to hunt, it would be in fun. Um, so later on that day, I go to a pub. Of course, I cry mm-hmm. some more. I had a beer. I go to the bathroom. Before I can even pull down my pants, that stupid thing starts flushing like crazy and splashes my ass. And I'm like, Bobby, por favor. Bobby, this is kind of awkward. Can we not? Yeah, yeah. Like, chill, man. I get it. You're here. I get it. You're here. And you're laughing at the fact that I'm crying. Give me a break. Anyway. So, yeah, you would think... These aren't real things, Ashley. The doors can lock and the, the toilets can flush. Sure. Okay. I got two more for you. All right? Two more. I fly back to the United States. <laughs> These are okay. my favorite. I fly back to U.S. And literally, we land on a Sunday night and his wake is that Monday, the next day. Um, I obviously, I go to the wake and most Latin, if you're not familiar with like, Cuban or like Hispanic Latin wakes, they're usually a 12 hour party, not a party, but it's yeah. a 12 hour viewing. But it is a party. Cause like most of what you're doing is like, you're getting people coladas, you're bringing totas to people. You're talking shit about like either the people that showed up and how they're dressed or the people that didn't show up. And you're like, ¿Qué estará haciendo? And then everybody's like, oh, yo vi que la hija de no sé quién le pasó esto y por eso es que no están aquí. You know that's what we do at these fucking funerals. No, you're We're not. trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, <laughs> uh, it really is. Because, like, you really are there to, like, greet every human being that could possibly come by. And that was a crazy one. Like, like, yeah. a, like you know, like the, like the mayor of the city of Miami came. A bunch of people went. Yeah. You know? Whatever. No, and then you get, I, I saw you when you were a sperm. Mira, era una mujercita. I know. Y como te parece a tu papá. And I'm like, no, yeah. yeah okay, my. <laughs> bueno. So I have to, so I stay because I'm the eldest. And of course, there was no way I was not going to stay. And, but I send Gabe home because like, pobrecito, like he's jet lagged. And honestly, like he's as supportive as he can be, but mm-hmm. he, he, he needed to come home. I was with my family. It was fine. So he comes home and he, and he calls me and he goes, you won't believe what I found on the stoop of the apartment. And I'm like, what now? And he's like, I found a $20 bill just sitting on our welcome mat. <laughs> and Fun. I was, and knowing my dad, he would do that. 
My dad always gave me cash. Every time I saw him, he would always give me like un poquito, like just get yourself something nice, that kind of shit. And I would always be like, Bobby, like I'm I'm a grown ass woman, like I don't need money. And but he would always, you know, it made him feel good to give me money. Okay, whatever. And I know you're like, Ashley, who cares? Like that's coincidence. Twenty dollars, whatever. And I'm like, okay, fine. Here's number four. And this is the last one. All right. This is the and last my favorite. Three. So I'm a basic woman with skin needs, and Are you? I am, and I use um, I use some something called the Lunaforio. It's like a little scrubby thing for your face. It's like silicone and it vibrates. It's like a vibrator for your face, and it helps to like whatever. The point is, it makes my skin look beautiful. All right, and I took this shit it to does. London. I took this shit everywhere, and. Somehow, whatever, like it charges, like it needs to be charged. It's not like it's a battery, like anything else. And one night we're in my bedroom, me and Gabe, and, you know, I'm still kind of like, this was after the wake and I'm still sort of trying to like put things together. I'm kind of here. I'm kind of there. I'm just in mourning. So I cry a little and I vent a little, you know, like there was a lot that I had to work through. And we start talking about the $20 bill. We start talking about the, the splash up from the toilets in London, the door, all that shit. And Gabe is, you know, he's like, he's appeasing me. Like, he's like, you know, pacifying like, yeah, honey, that's definitely your dad. Yeah. You know, you know, your dad, he just wants to splash your ass and give you money. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the corner, I'm charging this like vibrating face thing. And, um, and, and literally as we're talking and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, sure. You know, I'm sure all of this is totally your dad out of nowhere. That stupid vibrating thing starts vibrating so hard. It just vibrates. (laughs) It vibrates as hard as it can. And it literally vibrates off the table and onto the floor. It's too good. (laughs) It was too good. And I look at Gabe and I'm like, see, See, and I pro- and that thing never worked again. That thing, that thing never worked again. Thank God Sephora has a badass return policy because they didn't ask me any questions when I went into the store and said it just died, and they gave me a new one. But, I would have loved to have been there had they like wanted to keep questioning you, and you're just like it's haunted. Okay, my father <laughs> is in this Luna Two thing. Okay, you want you want to try it? You want to test this theory? Be like, Papi. Buzz. I summon thee. <laughs> Bang. It's nah. like you attract them with disco music. Oh my God. Oh my Saturday Night Live fever. <laughs> but nah, like, not all ghostly spiritual encounters have to be spoopy. But those, you know, I feel like are very... Um, like your experience with your grandfather and your great grandfather and you know, yeah. besides the creepy man who came to talk to me, like all of my encounters for the most part. And I've had a couple of others have yeah, been fairly yeah. positive. Like they've never been like, Oh, I'm going to take over your soul. It's always been like, just letting you know, I'm around. I have unfinished business. Let's go to like little Havana somewhere and scare other like old Cuban people in Visaye. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, when the day comes, I do want to have like a good like week, week and a half where I just push over a bunch of shit. I want to have a Patrick Swayze moment and like move the pennies. Like I want to do all of that. I so in the events that I die before Michael, 
I want him to remarry and then I want to come back and haunt him. Oh. <laughs> like do the thing where like you come back and then as they're having sex, like you slap his ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so rude. I know, but it would be so funny. No, no, it'd be pretty funny. I mean, like Michael may like <laughs> never have sex again, but the best part is he's like sitting across from me, and since he can't hear you and has no idea what's happening, he's like, "No, <laughs> why?" <laughs> but also seventy five percent ignoring me. Mm. Like se está haciendo importante. Oh yeah, bueno, he he needs to. <laughs> we have to all be. We all have. We all have our ways, and as you know. Yeah. But, you know, I think that's only fair. Like, I don't know what I would want to do. I would hope that by then I would have kids and then I would just kind of like... <gasps> Hunt them too? A little bit. Like, like I want to be like... Yes. I, want, I want the kid to be like, but mommy's in the other room. She's playing with my dollies. Like, I want something like that, but not enough where they have to call like an exorcist and be like, Ashley, can you see the light, please? And walk toward it. I don't need that. You're like, I'm not a fucking mosquito. I'm not going to go to it. Yeah, like, I'll go when I'm good and ready. And I want to play with these dolls right now. Yeah, I want to freak out these kids. <laughs> I want to traumatize my children. Oh, my God. I uh, Now that you said doll. So I saw a meme the other day that was like, was it? A, no, it was a story that was on the plantain. Mm-hmm. And, and it was... Like getting ready for like Elf on the Shelf season, but instead it's Doll in the Hall. What the <laughs> so hell is Doll in the Hall? Like their explanation was um, getting the creepy porcelain dolls that you already gave your kids and they have in their rooms that they're terrified of. <laughs> putting them in like the hall, like basically doing Elf on the Shelf, but with the creepy ass dolls. Oh my god, horrible. I'm like, that is terrifying. Oh my god, imagine they're all just lined up next to each other, like just in a perfect, like like as if they're like in the DMV, like in a line. Me da algo. No, oh when god. when I used to sleep over uh Lauren's house, like the house that I told you about that had like all the creepy shit happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. She used to have porcelain dolls and she had like a shelf in the top part of her room. Bro, I would go to sleep, like, before I would go to sleep, I would stare at them and then remember what, like, what position they were in. Mm-hmm. So that when I would wake up, I would look at them the same and be like, good, you're still in the same fucking position. <laughs> oh, my God. To live that life. No, no, no. Oh, my. She had, like, four. Why do people think these are good gifts? I don't, I don't know. Man, I knew a lady who collected so many of those porcelain dolls like and she collected them on all sizes like she had she literally i can't i she was a she she's passed she's since passed and she was a lovely woman but she filled her entire house with these why why i don't know man but she loved it and one of them i swear to god one of them was like the size of a four-year-old and it was sitting in a rocking chair no, I'm not even a little no. bit. When I went no. to, when I walked into this house, I walked into this house and I did a, and like, this was like, I'm, 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 I hate to like, you know, but this was like a very American home. Very like, oh, well, it's know, okay. Cause Lauren is half white. Lauren's half white. Her mom's Cuban. Her dad's a gringo. Who's like the greatest person ever. But like, it's, it was definitely like 
her gringa abuela that gave her all of these like porcelain dolls. Yeah, no, like this was the abuela, the gringa abuela, gring, bueno, yeah, whatever. Super <laughs> white lady with all of these dolls and they didn't understand why I was creeped out by them. And I'm like, because like, that's not okay. This is not a thing that we do in our culture, lady. No, man. I mean, we have like di- dilapidated San Lazaro's that are covered in sores and like chased by dogs, but like, you know, they sit outside in the case. Yeah. Yeah. They're no, actually, house. no, I lie. But no, Hold they on. are in the house sometimes. They are in the house. Sometimes. sometimes. Yeah. Like, I remember, I don't know if I've talked about it on here anymore or if it's just been to you. Like, the time that I was in a room with someone, could, like, se le sube el santo. No, that I was in space and then the santo wanted to speak with me. Oh, you told me this. Okay. So, I'm not going to talk about the story. I'll leave that for, like, later. Mm. But. Our the, audiences are so mad. This is how I get you to come back. Um, so this house, I would like, we would go to, so my parents, my, I had this like friend growing up and like our parents became really good friends. And then we like became friends of their friends and like the whole thing. And this family was friends with this elderly couple that are or were Santeros. I'm not sure if they're like still alive or not. Cause they were older, like in the early, in the late nineties, early two thousands, they were like in their seventies already. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure just, where they're at right now. And just in case our audiences don't know what a Santero is, what is a Santero? Oh, a Santero. Okay. Let me see. Um, so basically it's a person that believes in like different saints. So yes, in Catholicism, you have like all of the different Virgin Marys and then, you know, you have God and, Jesus and the Holy Ghost, blah, 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 blah. But then, like, Santeria is kind of like a subsect from Catholicism. And then it's, like, paganism as well. So, like, you have Yemaya, San Lazaro, like, all these different deities that you pray to, depending on what you want. Mm. Um, so this family, like, believed in this. Like, this was their religion, right? Like, they were Catholic, but they were also Santero. Like, you could yeah. be both. Like they would like, you know, like give offerings to the. Yeah. So like you have yeah. the saint that like you're like your patron saint. And that's the one that like you pray to and you give gifts to. Um, I think you talked about like the Santa Barbara party that like you were no longer like you're not you're not allowed to like go to this person's house anymore because no, like, no. they made you I celebrate. Gave, and they gave me an orange and I had to give it to the Santa Barbara. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but like meanwhile. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, my parents still, like, did all of these different things. They were just, like, not, pro- like, they respected it and, like, were there, but from far away. Yeah. Right? Um, the best part is that I'm talking as if you're here, so my hands are all over the place. <laughs> I know. I it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Okay. So we get into, we, we get to this house and, like, the first time I'm there, we walk into the living room because, like, the, their front door would lead into their living room. And they had like the that area must have been like ten feet tall. They had like a six foot San Lazaro, a six foot Santa Barbara, a six foot like Caridad Gore, like like five different saints. And then each saint had an altar, and then they had all of their like um, ofrendas to the saint, mm-hmm. and all of like their different things that belong to them. Bro, I have never been so, like, shocked and afraid. 
yeah. ever before because it's like you're used to it in church because church is like a big space right and a lot of catholic churches like might have the like the little statue or whatever so i'm used to seeing that but to get into this like house that's slightly bigger than the one that i have now and i'm seeing like all of these saints just kind of like hey girl how you doing <laughs> yes we are here want this glass of rum dude you want this tobacco though dude how about this was like <laughs> so we went to the house like three or four times no disrespect no disrespect no at all at all no but it's just like you know it's the thing of like my parents always talk to me about santeria but i had never i had never gone to the home of santero before right so it's like it's a shock to your system Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because it's like it wasn't just the the large statues, but you know they were very active in their community. So like they did have a whole room that was like specific to um, their practices and everything. And all I knew is like, oh, there's this thing that exists. And then because whatever, like we always attach the bad to something. Mm-hmm. It was like. You know, you see a cut of chicken by the railroad, like you don't drive over it. You drive like you swerve. Basically, you avoid it. Like even if you kill yourself, but you avoid it at all costs. Yeah. yeah, Because you don't you want know? to get the curse associated. Yeah. Over the whole it's, it's like all of the little things that in your head you can attribute to like the quote unquote bad parts of Santeria. You avoid it at all costs. So. Like the fourth time we go to this house, I'll talk about the, the, Santa, the Santa story. No, no, no. Save it no. for next time. Save fine, it for next time. Fine. Yeah, because we're... This what happens on the fourth time I go to this house. The fourth time. It's always the fours, fourth guys. It's always in fours. The fours. Yeah. No, we should leave something for later. I mean, there's a lot more stories that we can share. You can share the Santero story and whatever. Maybe we can add that to the next episode. Why don't you guys tell us? Uh, yes. Uh. If you want to hear more of our creepy stories, because we do have a handful of others, mm-hmm, um, yeah. let us know in our in our social medias, in our Instagrams, in yes. on our Facebook, on our yes. Twitter, wherever you feel most comfortable. Um, you can even text us if you have our number. We're not going to tell you our numbers, but if you happen to have our numbers and you're... Oh, oh you're I can golden. make it cheesy. Because we're 222, too good for you. Oh, wow. 444, forget it. Cinco, cinco, sin corriente. <laughs> I like that one. That, I like that. That was my favorite number growing up. I gave that one out a lot. I can't, of course you did. <laughs> cinco, 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 sin corriente. Oh, my God. Well, do you, so, that, so we can leave it on a cliffhanger. Do you have any, any other last things you want to say? Yeah, I have like a little bit less than two weeks until I go to Japan. Oh, my God. No, a little bit less than three weeks. I, I don't know. What is math? Whatever. I'm almost there. And you're not counting down the days or anything? No, I'm not. Not even in seconds. <laughs> well, I'm going to miss you very mucho. I know. I would say that I will miss you, but I don't know yet. No, you we'll won't. see what I do on this trip, and then depending on that, I'll miss you. Ah, uh, well... <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had anything other than, other than like Halloween to be excited. Oh, I'm moving. I'll be moved by. Wow. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to be moving. <laughs> I move next week. So this time next week, I should hopefully be um, ish, settled ish in my uh, new place. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited too. for that. I'm so, I'm so excited, excited to see your new place, to yeah. bother your new neighbors, to get oh, to yeah. know your new neighbors. 
and get and have them you know set expectations that you live there too yes be like yes the second room is my room how did you know <laughs> and no yes this is my key did you not know this is my key and this i have my key, key yours too. oh you're telling me that i can't park here no i'm sorry i can because i live here too <laughs> yeah you know they're gonna get to know you um, they better but um, I want to thank you guys for your patience. I'm sorry that we couldn't record earlier this week, but I was She's feeling not. really gross. But um, it's always a fun time, and we look forward to telling you some more stories or talking yes. more shit, or yes. maybe yes. we'll share some of the news next time. Who knows? We shall see. <laughs> All right, bueno. Bye, guys. Thank you so much, and goodbye. Goodbye. Okay. Hi. Hi. Okay. okay, so let me uh, save it. You're gonna save it. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna transfer it to you. We we transfer. You're gonna transfer it to me via we transfer. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Baby Lambs Podcast. Artwork was provided by Janabelle Art. You can follow her on all of her social medias. She's on Instagram and Facebook. And you can follow us on Instagram via our handle at BabyLambsPodcast. You can also find us on Twitter at BabyLambsPCast or BabyLambsPodcast. You can find us now on iTunes and Google Play and even on CastBox, which is actually a really cool app. Also by finding us via our handle BabyLambsPodcast or by visiting our website at BabyLambsPodcast.com. Thanks again for listening.